There he goes into that drugstore. He's stepping on the scales. Weight, 239 pounds. Fortune, danger. Who is it? The Fat Man. Here's the fat man in Murder Makes Music. I put the telephone slowly back in its cradle and doubted what I'd heard. Jay Sherman. Would I please see Mr. Sherman at two o'clock? That's what the secretarial voice had said. My memory took a backward dive to an autumn day in 1929 when the world went crazy. And the tinsel of ticker tape and paper profits came tumbling into Wall Street with a globe-shattering crash. Through it all, the name Jay Sherman stood out like a beacon on a stormy night. He had been smart. While other fortunes were swept away, he built one. While the mob was selling, he was buying. It was the beginning of the Jay Sherman legend, the original rags-to-riches story of the uneducated country boy who started as a runner on the floor of the exchange and went on to become the czar of Wall Street and the husband of one of the wealthiest social beauties of the middle 30s. The boy plunger, they'd called him in those days. The boy wonder. He wasn't a boy anymore. He must be on the downhill side of 40 by now. I lit a cigarette and wondered why the mighty Jay Sherman needed a private detective. Hello? Is this Runyon? Yeah. Runyon, this is Jay Sherman. My secretary called you a little while ago. Two o'clock is fine, Mr. Sherman. I told you, secretary. Never mind that. Something has just happened. Could you meet me right away? I guess so. What's it all about? I just left my office. I'm in a public phone booth downstairs. I'll be brief and frank, Runyon. That always makes it easier. It's my wife. What about her? She's in love with another man. A music teacher named Arthur Winthrop. You want me to check up on her? Originally, that was what I wanted you to do. As I said, something just happened that I don't quite understand. What was it? Somebody telephoned me and said, if you're interested, your wife is in Arthur Winthrop's studio right this minute. Did you recognize the voice? No. It was a woman. I asked who it was, but she said, a friend, and hung up. I thought maybe if you would meet me, we could go to Winthrop's studio and confront them together. Where is this studio? It's in an old brownstone on West 56th Street. I'll be waiting for you on the corner of 56th and 7th. Meet me there at 11 o'clock. Okay, Sherman. That's the house, Runyon. His studio's on the second floor in the back. I hope my wife is still there. Would you rather I went in alone? No. No, I want to be there, too. I've got to see this for myself. Okay. Yeah, she's upstairs all right, Runyon. How do you know? That piece of music. Do you hear it? Sure. It's the Moonlight Sonata. That's her favorite. Winthrop taught it to her. It almost seems to hold a spell over her. Really? I hate that music, Runyon. I hate it so much that when I hear it, I almost go crazy. 
Runyon, that was a shot. And it came from that studio. Come, quick. Ah, it's locked. Give me a hand here. Natalie! Natalie! She's not here. Is this the music teacher? Yeah, that's Winthrop. The music stopped suddenly when we heard that shot. There's no gun in this room. Yeah, but what happened? That open window back there. Take a look. Well, there's a fire escape here that leads to an alley. There's nobody there. Whoever it was had plenty of time while we were breaking the door down. I'd better call a doctor. There's no need for a doctor now, Sherman. This guy Winthrop is dead. Come into the library, Runyon. My wife's not home yet. I didn't think she'd be here, Sherman. Listen, Runyon. You've got to give her a break. I'm sure she can explain where she was. Natalie wouldn't kill anybody. That's not what the police are going to think. Well, you can't tell them. They don't have to know that my wife was supposed to have been in Winthrop's studio. Don't you see? Don't be a sap, Sherman. I've already stuck my neck out plenty for you. I gave you a break by coming home with you. Your wife's not here, okay? Where is she? I'm sure she can explain when she comes home. You've got to help me, Runyon. I hired you. You're working for me. I was working for you. You hired me to check on your wife, not to cover for her on a murder app. Yeah, but she couldn't have. I, I know she didn't kill him. Maybe not. But it looks bad for her. Well, the police don't have to know. What kind of a sucker do you take me for? How long do you think they'll be satisfied with the story I gave them on the phone? I told them I discovered a murder, that's all. Don't you think they're going to want to know what I was doing there? Yeah, but can't you make up some story? Nothing doing. Listen, Runyon. I'm a rich man. I'll pay you whatever you ask. I don't play that way, Sherman. Now sit down there and listen to me. I haven't got much time. As soon as the cops locate me, I'll have to talk, and I'm going to tell them the truth. Maybe your wife is innocent. I don't know. After I talk to the police, if you want to hire me to try and clear her, I'll do the best I can. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose you're right. Lying wouldn't help. But, Runyon, I know Natalie didn't. She couldn't. I do want to hire you. It's the same music we heard before. Yeah, it's Natalie. You must have just come home. She's in the living room. Come on, I want to talk to her. Natalie. Why, Jay. What on earth are you doing home at this hour of day? Natalie, darling, something's just happened. Where have you been? What's wrong, Jay? Who's this gentleman? Brad Runyon. He's a private detective. Detective? But... Uh, sit down, Mrs. Sherman. Where have you been for the last two hours? I don't understand. What's wrong? Just answer my question, please. Where have you been? Why, I... I, I went downtown. I did some shopping. Could you prove it, Mrs. Sherman? Did anybody see you? Anybody who could prove where you were shortly after 11 o'clock? Uh, I don't know. I, I met no friends, if that's what you mean. I, I was in several stores. Mostly I was just walking around looking in shop windows. I see. What is it? What's happened? A man was murdered this morning. A man? Who? Arthur Winthrop. Arthur? Arthur murdered? 
No. No, it can't be. It can't. What are you saying? Natalie, darling. Don't touch me. But, Natalie, don't you see? You killed him. You hated him. You knew I loved him, and you killed him. No, Mrs. Sherman. Your husband didn't kill Winthrop. He was with me, and we both heard the shot. You were... You were with my husband? Yes. Somebody called your husband this morning. A woman. Told him you were in Winthrop's studio. Oh, I... No. No. Is that why you're questioning me? You think I killed him? The police are going to think so. I kill him? Why would I kill him? I loved him. Don't you understand? I loved him. She did it. She killed him. She? Who? Of course. That's it. You say a woman called Jay this morning. It was that she-devil. Who, Mrs. Sherman? Arthur's wife, Cora. Winthrop was married. Yes. His wife was jealous of him. He didn't love her anymore. She's a devil, I tell you, a devil. She killed him. Uh, I don't like it, Brad. Why didn't you give me the whole story when you first reported the murder? I told you, Mac. Sherman was a client of mine. I wanted to talk to his wife first. We can't hold her unless we get more evidence than we got. If she's guilty, what's her motive? Her husband's got more motive than she had. Yeah, but he didn't do it. Don't forget he was with me when the murder was committed. I know, I know. I hope this Winthrop dame hasn't taken a powder. She's had plenty of time to get away. Soon find out. Pull it back, I think this is the way she lives. Yeah. Well, this Mrs. Winthrop had plenty of motive. Maybe she's our baby. Maybe. Something screwy about this. Mrs. Winthrop? Yes, I'm Mrs. Winthrop. If you're looking for my husband, he's not here. His studio's in the city. We're not looking for your husband, Mrs. Winthrop. We want to see you. Well, who are you? What do you want? I think we'd better go inside. Is... is something the matter? Thinking of taking a trip, Mrs. Winthrop. What do you mean? The suitcase is here on the floor. Who are you? This is Lieutenant Mackenzie of the police. My name is Runyon. I'm a private detective. The police? Then there is something wrong. Yeah, there's plenty wrong, all right. Where were you going, Mrs. Winthrop? I... Well, as a matter of fact, I'm leaving my husband. I'm going away. Why? I don't see what business that is of yours. I... I don't love him anymore. There's another woman and... Well, what is it? What's the matter? What's happened? Mrs. Winthrop, your husband was murdered this morning. What? Murdered? Arthur, dead? Yeah. <laughs> so he's dead. He's really dead. We don't think it's so funny. Funny? Funny? You don't know how funny it is. <laughs> you killed him? I? Oh, no. No, I didn't kill Arthur. I could have killed him often enough. He gave me reason enough to kill him, but I didn't do it. What a fool. I warned him. I told him to stay away from that woman, but he wouldn't listen. Are you trying to say that Mrs. Sherman murdered your husband? No, of course not. I'm saying that her husband, Jay Sherman, did it. Why do you think it was Sherman? Why? Because he told Arthur a week ago that if he didn't leave his wife alone... He'd kill him. Yeah, 
make sense, any of us. I sit at my desk smoking a cigarette and thinking. It was just past 9 p.m. A murder. Three people with motives. But did they all have motives? What about Mrs. Sherman? If she loved the music teacher, why would she kill him? Unless there was something else, something that I didn't know. The music teacher's wife had a swell motive, but she didn't appear to love her dead husband. Why kill a man you don't want anymore? Sherman really had the best motive of all. He loved his wife. I was tired of thinking in circles. I ground out the cigarettes, got my hat, and went down to the street. Mac had left a cop on duty at Winthrop's studio all day, but he was probably gone now. I found a cab in the corner and gave him the music teacher's address. The street was quiet and deserted. I kept twisting the puzzle round in my mind when suddenly I realized I was about to pass Winthrop's studio. I climbed the steps and tried the front door. It was unlocked. The hole was dark, and I stood for several seconds, waiting for my eyes to get accustomed to the blackness. The dim outline of the stairs slowly came into view, and I started up. Winthrop's studio was at the back of the house, straight down a narrow hall on the second floor. I broke my way down the hall and found the door I wanted. It was locked. I opened it with a passkey. I stepped into the room and closed the door behind me. A sudden feeling of uneasiness came over me. My hand fell quickly along the wall for the light. The room flared into brightness, and I looked around. I walked over to the piano and reached out for the music sheets on the rack above the keyboard. It might have been a slight noise, or it may have been plain intuition. But before my hand touched the sheet music, I knew I wasn't alone in the room. My back was toward the curtains. I started to swing around, but I was too late. <laughs> sitting here with an ice pack on my head. An ice pack? Hangover, huh? Somebody slugged me tonight in Arthur Winthrop's studio. What were you doing there? Playing a hunch that was evidently right. We overlooked something in that studio, Mac. Something that was so important the murderer had to go back after it. Way went over that place with a fine-tooth comb. What could they have been looking for? I don't know. But whatever it was, they've probably got it now. Why were you trying to get in touch with me? We hadn't let the Winthrop woman go. I thought you'd want to know. Who could have slugged you, Brad? I don't know. But I can tell you one thing. It wasn't a woman. Nobody but a man could have hit that hard. Sherman? Could be. Ah, but why? He's not the murderer. We know that. Why would he go there? Maybe he was covering for his wife. She might have left something in the studio if she killed Winthrop. Oh, yeah. There's always the possibility that it was a fourth person, too. Somebody that we don't know anything about. I should have left the cop on duty there, but I was sure we'd been over everything. No use worrying about that now. I'll see you in the morning, Mac. Okay. Cool my head. When I find the guy who gave me this, I am going to... Hello. 
Mr. Runyon? Yeah. This is Natalie Sherman. I must see you immediately. Where are you? At home. Please, please hurry. I was wrong. It's important. Please hurry. What is it? I've discovered something about... Mr. Sherman. Mr. Sherman. Why, Runyon, what are you doing here? Where's your wife, Sherman? Natalie? Why, she's in the music room at the back of the house playing the piano. Did you hear it? That's the same piece we heard this morning. Yeah, I can't stop her, Runyon. She's been like an insane person ever since they let us come home. She won't talk to me. All she does is sit there and play that piece. It's driving me crazy. I was just about to go out. I can't stand much more of that. She called me a little while ago. Natalie called you? What for? She said she'd discovered something. I think it was something about Winthrop's death. But she didn't tell me. Are you sure it was Natalie who called? Yeah. Let's go talk to her. All right. Oh, that music, if only she'd stop playing. Natalie! Come on! Natalie! Natalie! They've shot her, Runyon. They've shot her. She's dead, Runyon, dead. Wait, wait, where are you going? Somebody's running toward the front of the house. Quick, see if you can head them off out the front door. Right. Let me go, let me go! I didn't shoot. Hurry, Runyon, hurry. I've got her. She's got a gun. Hold her. Please, let me go. I didn't shoot. I didn't. Give me that gun. It's Winthrop's wife. Yeah. Nice work, Sherman. She'd have gotten away, probably, if you hadn't headed her off. Well, I guess we've got our murderer. Listen to me. I didn't kill her. I didn't shoot her. Save it, sweetheart. But I tell you, I didn't. I was going to kill her, yes. I hated her. She ruined my home. She stole my husband and, and then killed him. I came here tonight to kill her, but but somebody else beat me to it. What are you talking about? We heard the shots. No, I know. That's why you've got to listen to me. I took that gun, the one you have there, it belonged to Arthur, and came out here tonight. I was standing in the garden, trying to decide what to do, when I heard Mrs. Sherman playing the piano. She was playing that piece, the one Arthur had taught her. Yeah, I know. Well, it... It did something to me. I couldn't stand it. This gun was in my hand, and I came over to the window. There wasn't much light in the room. She was bending over the keyboard, playing. I raised the pistol to fire at her when... When what? When somebody else. I don't know where they were. Somebody else fired. I was so startled that for a second I couldn't move. Well, then I heard you coming, so I turned and ran. No, no, wait a minute. There, you see? It's true. She's telling the truth, Sherman. This gun is fully loaded and it hasn't been fired. Yeah, Kelly. Okay, okay, thanks for calling me. If you want me again, I'll be here at Runyon's place. Right. Ah, oh, by golly, it beats me. What did Kelly want? He just got the report on the Sherman dame. Ah, oh, Brad, can't you stop playing that piece? You're driving me batty. I got enough trouble with these two murders without you trying to drive me daffy. Mac, 
I think the key to these murders is in this piece. You're driving yourself, Batty. No, I'm sure of it. Both murder victims were playing this piece when they were shot. Doesn't that strike you as peculiar? You mean this music sends a murderer off his nut when he hears it? I don't know. But I'm sure the answer is here in this music. What about the report? Well, it's just what you said. The bullet in the Sherman woman's head didn't come from the gun Mrs. Winthrop had when you grabbed her. And Mrs. Winthrop's got to be the killer. I'm not so sure. Well, who else is there? Sherman. Ah, oh, but he couldn't have done it. You were with him. Yeah, twice. I think she must have had another gun and managed to hide it somewhere. Don't be a sap, Mac. You've had every inch of ground covered around the house. There isn't any other gun. Well, maybe she managed to hide it somewhere in the room before you got there. In that case, she only had about ten seconds. Well, if it is in that room, we'll find it. Nobody's getting in there until this is all cleared up. I got a man on duty in that room, and he's going to stay there. Oh, it's got to be the Winthrop woman, Brad. It's just impossible any other way. No, Mac. Nothing that actually happens is impossible. But lots of times it looks that way. Come on, let's take a ride. Where to? Back to Sherman's house. Hello, Lieutenant. Hello, Mr. Runyon. How are you, Murdoch? Anything happen around here, Murdoch? No, Lieutenant, not a thing. Not a soul been here except me. Where's Sherman, Murdoch? I think he's upstairs in his room. Boy, is that guy a bother. What do you mean? Oh, nothing much. He won't let me alone. Keeps hanging around outside in the hall. If he's tried to come in here once, he must have tried 20 times since last night. Did he say why? Once he wanted a book. I give him one out of the bookshelves there. Later, he wanted to know if I wanted something to eat. I told him I couldn't leave the room, so he brought me a sandwich. Then he said he was lonesome and wanted to talk. I told him he couldn't come into this room, and that made him sore. Said it was his house, and he'd come and go as he pleased. <laughs> I had to get a little rough with him that time. Yeah. Uh, close that door, Miller. Okay. Hey, what are you going to do, Brent? Fizzle ground a little. Two and two are beginning to make four again. What are you talking about? Sherman. After the first murder, the killer came back to the studio and hit me over the head when I interrupted him. He came back for something, Mac, and he got it. After the second murder, nobody's been allowed in this room. That's right. But Sherman's been trying to get Murdoch to let him in here. Why? You mean the Sherman's the murderer, but he can't be. You were with him when both murders occurred. It's impossible. I told you once, Mac, that's just because the thing looks impossible. That doesn't make it so. What do you expect to find on those bookshelves? Nothing in particular, just looking around. Yeah, nice library he's got here. Yeah. Sherman goes in for detective stories, especially the suave armchair variety. What do you mean? See here? He's got the whole Van Dyne collection here. Who's he? The guy who wrote the Philo Van stories. Yeah. Hey, what's wrong, Brad? I've got it, Mac. Huh? Wait a minute. Mac, open that phonograph up over there. Are you nuts? No, Mac, go on, open it. Is there a record on there? Yeah. St. Louis Blues. Murdoch, have you been playing this phonograph? No. Why? I'll show you. Turn it on, Mac. Now, what do you want to hear the St. Louis Blues? Turn it on. Hey, that's not the St. Louis Blues. No, Mac. Don't you see? Wait a minute. You mean Exactly. The... This book, Mac, this one here, is the Canary Murder Case by S.S. Van Dyne. I don't see... Wait a minute. I'm going to move this record over further. 
it. I can't stand it. What's the meaning? Grab him, quick, Mac. Right. Sherman's our murderer. Oh, no, you don't. Put the handcuffs on him, Murdoch. Just let me hold him. You shouldn't have tried it twice, Sherman. You might have gotten away with it once. You mean this guy made a record of the piece with shots and all of it? That's the record there, Mac. You just heard it. Well, I'll be... You never read the Canary murder case, Mac, but Sherman did. The murderer in that story used a record to establish a perfect alibi. So Sherman used his idea and went in one better. He called me in to be his alibi. What better alibi is there than a cop or a detective? Then he'd already killed both of them before you joined him. That's right. No wonder Mrs. Winthrop couldn't figure out where the shot came from. Mrs. Sherman was already dead. Sherman shot her before I got here and left the body hunched over the keyboard. When he heard me drive up, he started the record. Take him in, Murdoch. Tell him to let Mrs. Winthrop go. Okay, Lieutenant. Come on, bud. Ah, so he planned the whole thing. Sure. He didn't get any phone call yesterday morning. He made that up. He was planning to kill them both all along. If it hadn't been for the fact that Mrs. Winthrop decided to kill Sherman's wife at the same time he did, we might never have guessed the truth. And that was the thing that made it look impossible. <laughs> oh, boy, the DA will never believe it. That's okay, Mac. If he's skeptical, just lean over and whisper to him that the whole business is strictly off the record. It seems I spend my life in getting into trouble and getting out of it. But at the same time, I generally manage to get some other people in and out of trouble, too. Be seeing you again. So long.